Hey, what's up, everybody? I am Anthony. This is my co-host. Matt. The one and only. Come on, somebody. And uh, we've been wanting to do this for a long time. Yeah, we're excited. Um, I'm excited for this. This is the. This is it. This is the official launch of the youth podcast. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, we're going to... I think in this podcast... Well, first of all, it's probably going to last for like five years, right? Absolutely. We're, doing, we're, we're planning the next... Maybe a thousand episodes. Yeah. We'll see if we get there. You know, there's a hot song where it goes in generations <laughs> and generations. Okay. I just think that's what's going to do. You just never know. <laughs> Thrifted. Come on. Um, That's a sweet. It was a sweet series. Yeah. It's, I loved it. It's awesome. And one of the cool things about it is this generation uh, enjoys shopping at thrift stores. Yeah. Um, there's been an increase in, you know, a wave of like buying and buying and reselling vintage yep. clothing. We, we have people in youth that um, are doing this on the right. side or as a hobby, a job, whatever it might be. Um, I'm somebody that loves doing this. And so let's talk about, before we dive into like the concept of, of what we've been talking about within the series, yeah. let's talk about thrifting. Yeah. Matt, are um, you a big thrifter? I, I'm not. I'm not a big thrifter. Right. I, I have my set stores. I go to Target. Okay. And that's about it. I, said, <laughs> I was waiting I know, for yeah, the- it just I was building <laughs> anticipation. But no, it's, like, huge, it's Target. Or the other target, if that target doesn't happen. But no, you it, did go thrifting with I me once. I did. Yeah, we were at. What'd you think? We were at a youth convention, and you said, "Listen, you you have to experience thrifting." You you asked me, like, "Do you go? <laughs> do you thrift?" I go, "No." I said, "If it's on sale, I consider that thrifting." Uh, but which, by like, the way, tell everybody how we actually uh, we, we went thrifting together. Yeah, how did okay. we get to the store? Okay. So we used, was it the was it lime scooters? Is that yeah, what it was? was? I think it was lime, the lime or something of that. But it was it's <laughs> funny because and we could say this now because we're not there. Uh, <laughs> yes. Our number one rule as youth pastors, yes. we told the students that you cannot by any means. We see you, you're gone. Like you're getting kicked out. We cannot see you on these rented these scooters. Scoot- yeah. And then all of a sudden, you see like five youth pastors. They're on scooters <laughs> rolling headed. together <laughs> <Yeah>. in <laughs> just a scooter posse, yeah. just rolling down uh, where we were at and just heading to the thrift store. And it was like. Uh, I remember it was funny because it was much further than we thought it was. So <laughs> yeah. we w- we were riding on these scooters in a yeah. group for a longer period of time than we thought. I right. think we I think we ended up paying a fortune. To we did. We stopped these, for gas. Asked for directions. Yeah. We had to figure out where we were going. Yeah, I but pulled we, out my map book and. Just, but we got <laughs> to the thrift store and. Yeah, for real. Share your experience. Yeah, okay. Because I because you never told me what no. you thought. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, so here's what it was. And number one, you have to know this. If you know Pastor Anthony at all, he is a man on a mission when he Cruising. goes thrifting. He, like, yeah, he will go through you don't know what this is, every but you will. square inch of the thrift real store, quick. regardless if it's the section that he, like, finds his clothes in or not. He just, he'll go, and he's fast. Like but, I, but not the women's section. Not the but, but you just never know though. That's my thing. It's is true. You, no, it's like, right. Because I'll be guilty. I'll be honest. I'm a guilty. I put the clothes wherever. Like, Actually, no. You're right. You're right. And sometimes I do. Um, my wife and I love to go thrifting. So you're right. I'm looking for. And now I have uh, four kids. Pastor yeah. Matt's got kids. So yeah. I'm looking for. I'm looking at almost what feels like every section. Right. And like you said, zero to a hundred. Yeah. You quick. just you go from there. And I and so I went to the men's section. You know, kind of like cruise that whole aisle. <laughs> I was honestly done 
in like five minutes. Did you buy anything? I didn't day? buy anything. There was something I, I was looking I at. Remember. I think there was a couple of you guys that were trying to convince me. Uh, but I definitely think. Well, I think I think we said no because it was a couch and we had the lime scooters. <laughs> I figured, though, we had so many people, one person could take one side of the couch, and we could get that bad boy there. I mean, we take buses, so you a are, bus If you know anything there. about Pastor Matt, though, he's like, he's a champion of a dad. So yeah. if any if anybody could bungee cord a couch oh, onto a lime scooter, absolutely. I feel like... We could do it. We could strap could it on our backs you. and just we could go. Anything is possible. I believe what the Word of God says. Anything is possible. What? So we could have done that, right? No, and I think I immediately went to, the, like, the sporting section. Yeah. Like, I couldn't find anything. Uh, you guys were convincing me of something that I know for a fact my wife would have said no no to. So then I just quickly put it away and then went to the There's sports usually, section. like, it's funny you said that. Uh, if for, for people that are familiar with the thrift store. By the way, as this is awesome because as Matt's telling this story, um, if you haven't been thrifting, which most of you have, but if you haven't, mm-hmm. um, we want you to go on your first thrifting experience. Yep. Um, let us know yeah. how it was because here's what's cool. Like there are, as you go to the thrift consistently, there's things that are the same no matter what thrift store yeah. you're at. And so it's funny when you mentioned um, the sporting section because I think about like every thrift store I've been into, it, it gone into, which has been hundreds yeah. of times. Every sports section, there's a tub full of balls that are completely flat. Yep. Which is like, which is like, what's the point? Then? Which yeah, and they probably let's be honest, they probably have a hole in them. Right. Like some guy was cleaning his house. He's like, just, well, oh. if we could bless, if we could bless anybody, it would yeah. be with a flat basketball. Right. So. Let me let me give you, let me donate this Spalding <laughs> never flat as it's flat. Yeah. So, and then also you better have your tetanus shot because it's like in Minnesota, it's like for real. There's like rusty ice yeah. skates. Oh, absolutely. You're like, you're like oh, these these like, will would never wear these. So yeah. this is perfect. <laughs> uh, and then also, I know I'm, I'm one time I was heading to this was years ago. I was heading uh, to I think Phoenix. To yeah. go for a birthday celebration. And I almost bought a pair of golf clubs from the thrift Yo, store. Yo, you can find. You can find some yes. really, like yes. depending on the city, you can find some really good golf right. clubs. But um, I think for me, yeah, so I was there and I was basically just observing. Yeah, I yeah. needed to see the masters at work. That's really but what I did. But you felt like I was, I've never heard you say this. You felt like I was, like, would you, would you say you were kind of impressed? I was impressed. I mean. I was impressed. I was intimidated. And I was just a sponge. I just <laughs> I was intimidated. Yeah. Well, you know, when someone's in their craft, yeah, when, yeah, yeah. and you're just kind of like, "Wow, I'm <laughs> I'm blown away." That's kind of hey, how I felt. Let me give you some tips. People ask this all the time. Um, pe- people specifically shopping for vintage items in the thrift. Here's the thing yep. about the thrift store: you could spend hours in there. You you have to know what you're looking for, right? And um, you know, I'm somebody that thrifts a lot. Resells vintage, does some of that stuff, and by no means am I like, hey, I'm the expert, I'm the guy. Right. Um, but people ask the question like, what are you, what are you looking for? Because you talk about me cruising through the racks, um, and there's a, there's a saying in thrifting in the thrifting world <laughs> that like if you don't find anything at that store, you would say, hey, the racks were dry. So I'm I'm just I'm filling you in. Right, I'm ready. I got verbiage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah, always you, good. You need to know. Yeah. So if you don't find anything, you say, "Hey, the racks are the racks were dry." You leave the place and you just tell the people come in and be like, "Yo, these yeah, racks are real. dry." So don't even. You need like don't even jump. You gotta in wait creek. for a fresh rain. You gotta wait for <laughs> a new donation. I was gonna make it spiritual, but it's like we we don't we don't need to. That's um, awesome. I will say one of my best 
discount finds. So yeah. I also love outlet malls. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like that speaks to me a little bit more. I found a recently at a Sierra Trading Co. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I found a hundred and seventeen dollar Columbia jacket, like not a like deal, a man. winter jacket, but the like a shell, hard shell, light jacket for fifteen bucks. Fifteen bucks. Fifteen was, bucks. I mean, this thing was probably originally. Yeah. I mean, over a hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because the, the yeah, Columbia yeah. tag said one hundred fifteen. So, so I want to know if you are a thrifter or you've got an, a massive deal as we're talking about this. Uh, if you're watching it on the comments below, I want you to tell us what you found. And do a true northern thing and tell us the discount. Like, that's one of the best things. You're right. You go there's to a someone, pride in the price. There's a pride, yeah. yeah so yeah, someone comes so to you and that's you're like, so hey, that's a sweet jacket. You're like, you know what's even sweeter than this? <laughs> this what I paid for it. This thing was five yeah. bucks. No, yeah. no, no. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I Man, remember. That's funny. Yeah, someone from, <laughs> someone from the West Coast, uh, I remember talking with them and they were like, you do it all the time. I go, no, I don't. I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I remember coming in and he gave me a compliment. And rather than just being like, thanks, man. I really appreciate this. I was like, yeah, but I got this. And he just looked at me and I was like, shoot, I did it. Like, you, yeah, you're yeah. right. That's exactly what I did. But you are. You're, you're token uh, Minnesotan, which Absolutely. is sweet. Absolutely. But born and raised. I think never it's left funny it. because, like you said, people from other <clears throat> regions of the states, they, they'll they low-key get annoyed yeah. with that. 100%. Because uh, I, I, I'm like you. I grew up just like, that's what you would say. There's right. a pride in like, oh, this was cheap. Yep. This was, But it's so true, man. People will be like, hey, you say this. And the same as you. I'm like, no, I don't. And then they're like, stop saying that. Right. They're like, I didn't ask. I, if I wanted to know how much it costs, <laughs> yeah, I would ask. I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't know that. But that's actually, uh, you said the thing about the Columbia coat. And I think that's cool because there are two like sides to thrifting. There's yeah. like... There's like buying modern or contemporary or even designer sometimes mm -hmm. pieces for super cheap, right. good finds. And then uh, back to what I was saying earlier, there's the vintage side of it, which is we're looking at where this thing was made, mm -hmm. what decade it was in, yep. um, which, I mean, you're somebody, you and I appreciate the decades. Oh, we're yeah. talking Absolutely. good music, oh, all good this music, stuff. Good music, good clothes. Like, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's premium quality. Particular age and decade. For sure. That excelled so let me ask let me ask this question or let's talk about this for a few minutes because this series has like so we're talking we're talking about thrifting yep um we have we've been talking about this idea of like repurposed value really yeah. like one of the things that's that's attract attractive about going to the thrift store is this idea of whether it's you finding this columbia coat that was right. like oh this was cheap or me scoring something that's old that's like oh this is sick this is well made this is from a different era right um like we're talking about repurposed value and i think that this generation perhaps more than any generation right. is attracted to like i want to uh i want to thrift i want to buy vintage stuff i I've, i think it's cool to like wear something that's old um and so that's that's kind of been something we've talked about in this series mm -hmm. Um, why do you think people are drawn to that? Like, yeah, what I, is it? In <clears throat> well, I think even too, there's something, there's some sort of pride about knowing well, number one, knowing an old brand sure. that you know is high quality or was high quality and then repping it later on. That's true. Um, and especially I can't think of, well, I mean, you're, what are you wearing? A Polaris? This is. Is this Polaris? is a Minnesota specialty, <clears throat> yeah. people. So Polaris, Polaris. I mean, I, that's a that's a very high pride thing, especially up north when you're so doing really, a yeah. lot of snowmobiling. And people, you know, would look at that and they would just see colors. 
But let's say, for example, you grew up going snowmobiling your whole entire life. That's true. Yeah. And you have memories of doing all this. And, and that's just not a sweatshirt. That's memories for you. So there's a sense yeah, yeah. of pride. And so I think even, too, as you – um, as you're going through the thrift store, you, let's say you, I know you said you bought it online, uh, but let's say you found that in the racks yeah. and, and it's not just, oh, this is look sweet. Your memories are, are That's flashing true. through yeah, your brain. And so way. then all of a sudden there's a tie to it and there's either a sense of good feelings, bad feelings, or all of them in between. And so I'm think as I'm thinking about just thrifting in general and repurposing and revaluing, what's crazy is when you can find things and make them better. Yeah, and true. I think that speaks even too as we're kind of generally talking about this about people's testimonies. Uh, you know, when Christ comes into our lives and penetrates our old self to become new, like yeah. that's exactly what's happening. Yeah, and I think it's cool because even as a youth group, we took old merch and we tie dyed them. Yeah, you know, for sure. And, for and sure. <laughs> as a, and the campus that I'm a youth pastor at, I sold more tie dye merch. I know, isn't that crazy? Than I did the other stuff, and so it's interesting because. You know, you take that testimony of all that and you're repurposing. And if we believe what the Bible says about when yeah, our yeah. lives go from death to life, like there should be a pride and there should be a purpose. And right. There should be a new walk to us, um, to what we're doing. That's good. And I remember an old series ago, it was like there was a line on there that I still use today. It's like, I'm not trying to redo my life, right? but I want to renew my life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And that's what we're doing. Like, that's what thrifters that's do. That's, that's what we do as followers of Jesus is we're not trying to redo these clothes in the era that they're in because we can't, but we're renewing them yeah, yeah. Uh, by bringing life yeah, back into Yeah, and like you said, whether that's, whether that's changing it or even just seeing yeah. and recognizing the value in it. Um, and I, I think it's spot on, like, one of the things that we're passionate about um, that we really do see in this generation yeah. is is this idea of how can we be people that see the value right. in others. Um, and it's funny you said that. Like there have been a few series that we've done at Youth in a row mm -hmm. that hit that concept of like, hey, the God that we serve really does bring this renewal. Right. And it's about and what He does, especially in the world we live in, where you know, maybe people are consistently devalued. Yep. Um, we know that that God speaks to the value that you have. Um, and, and I think it's awesome. You know, that's that's something that we've been talking about. Um, and there's so many things in this in this world and this life. We we talk about this frequently that uh, young people are experiencing, hearing, uh, walking through that, right. that it starts to chip away at yep. their idea of the value that they have. Right. Um, and so it's almost like, the conversation, you know, as we've been talking about this at youth and even in small groups, the conversation, the way that students take it further, they're asking the question, okay, I know that I have value in Christ, mm -hmm. um, but like, but what happens when I don't feel that way or sure. I don't see it, you know? <clears throat> For and sure. I, yeah. No, and as you were talking, I, I, got a, I got a thought of, let's say, way back in the time when like a certain coin was printed. Right, the the coin had value when it was printed. Yeah, yeah. And then throughout time, it got lost. Right. And and you know, <clears throat> I I remember there was a series. There's a series in my life where like I was listening to these like uh, you know metal detectors for right. some reason because yeah. it was just so intriguing of what they were finding. And he found a coin, and when he finds the coin, it's muddied, muddied up. It's gross. It's you know, yeah, it's yeah. all this kind yeah. of stuff. And then he cleans it, and it's and it's. Amazing. I think the gross thing is he used Coke to clean it, Coca-Cola. And oh, yeah. when I see that, I'm like, 
I put that in my. You never, body. you never yeah. get tired though of the video, like where they pour the can of Coke on yeah. a car engine, rusty, right. like. just rusty, but now it's cleaner than it's ever been, even out of the manufacturer. You're like, we and you're like good, good, that's inside of me. Uh, but so this coin that so had good. value when it's originally printed lost its value because right. it's Quote been unquote. lost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now it's clean and you bring it into something and it's worth greater than what it was originally printed for. Right. And I'm like, that's a perfect example of the process. Come on. Right. That you're talking yeah, yeah. about the muddy lost, all that stuff is the, is the moments when we don't feel the value. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I know coins are material, but it's like that coin didn't feel no, the sure, value sure. <clears throat> because it was lost. Um, and it was dirty and it was muddy and it was probably scratched and it was all these different things. And then when it gets found and it gets cleaned and it gets renewed yeah, and you trade it in, yeah. like the value, you know, sometimes it'll yeah. double, triple, quadruple, which is crazy. Yeah. No, that's sick, man. And let's talk, let's talk about that word value. Like right. you, that's a perfect setup. And uh, I'm glad you went there to say, hey, what, is, what does value actually look like and how does something hold value? Because one of the biggest um lies in this generation and, and the thing that trips up young people mm-hmm. is this inherent belief that my value is wrapped up in the things I do, right. the things I associate with. Right. Even, I'd go so far as to say, and this is something we've been talking about in and out of different series, is um, my value is in my identity, but but even it, it's skewed because that identity is rooted in something that that is outside of identity right. in Christ. Right. You know? Yeah. And, so, and, it, and it's interesting too, because if you think about it, um, what we root ourselves into is what will come out. Right. Um, and and honestly, during um during the the pandemic when that happened and everyone was locked in and when everyone was quiet. And that was a really intentional time for me that God was really speaking into my life. Yeah, it's cool. Of asking that question, what are you rooted into? You know, are you rooted into the fact that you're a pastor more than a believer? Are you rooted more into that you're, you know, right. a husband, a dad, right. uh, a citizen? Like all these things, like what are you, an athlete, what are you rooted into? Because what I'm finding out is it takes one pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> to to take away every crazy? single yes. thing that people were rooted into. And what I was, I was processing through that and I was like, God, what are you wanting me to do? Like, what are you trying to show me? You know? And I, and I, and sometimes, sometimes I want God to give me a direct answer and sometimes I don't. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> you know? so true. And, That's so and true. what I come to find out is that I was closer to a Pharisee than I was a follower. Yeah. What do you mean by that? I mean, I knew scripture to present scripture. I knew what to say because it was told of me and, it, and I didn't, I, be, I believed portions of it. Yeah. And if I honestly had this moment where people were like, hey, you know, you know, it's kind of the, are you willing to die for yeah. Christ? Yeah, yeah. You know, honestly, when the, when I had that raw stripped away moment, I would have, I, I would have to think about it. Right. And the fact that I had to think about it, I knew I was in the wrong. Yeah. And and so then I was like, well, what do I do? And I felt very vividly God was like, you need to separate yourself from everything and you need to dive into to the gospels. That's cool. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, so all audiobooks, all leadership books, all spiritual books, yeah. everything that is not the way, the truth, and the life. So anything yep. that's not Jesus, like you need to do it. There's nothing wrong with the Bible. He's like, you know the you need to know the old testament. You need to know the New Testament, but I want you to absorb the Gospels. Come on. And when I was doing that, 
there was that renewal yes. process in me that yeah. I was like, this is exactly what I needed to know because what, what has been coming is the same yeah. questions that the people were asking Jesus are essentially the same questions, but worded in a different way that people are going to ask us right. more times than not. And I needed to understand the heart of why Jesus was saying the way, the things that he was saying. Yeah. And I needed to respond the way that Jesus was responding. And if I didn't know that, or if I guessed it, I'm like, I'm missing it. And so as, as we're going through this whole thing, I'm like, you know, it's, it's old for we grew up in this era. Like, what would Jesus do? Yeah, yeah. What would Jesus do? And I think I was far off pre-pandemic on what Jesus would have done. <laughs> I would try to come up with the right answer, smooth talk my way out of it. And then, you know, been like, whew, that was a close one. I'm glad I didn't have to figure that out. Yeah. But now I'm like, okay, I want to be able to get people into that process of like, what would Jesus actually have done? And what I'm finding out is that all the so- social separation that is taking place and they would ask that question and we've joked about it. Like, right. would right. Jesus do this? Would Jesus do that? Right. Would Jesus blah, blah, blah. And I think at the end of the day, Jesus wouldn't have cared. Yeah. No, we're really, we're really confident to say yeah. this, this is what Jesus would have done. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we ought to be a little more careful. Right. Because to your point, pe- yeah. people confidently say like, it's like, what would Jesus do? Oh, I, I know. I know right. for sure what you do. Well, do you? Right. I mean, it is, it is laid out clearly in God's word. Um, but I love what you were saying just about being saturated uh, with the word of God. Right. Um, one of the biggest things that I think about as we're having a conversation about value is um, this basic concept that we see in scripture of you are first right. a son or daughter of the king. Yes. And um, and so as you talk about, <clears throat> hey, let's know God's word. And you right. said, and you said even the Holy Spirit speaking to you, hey, know the gospels. Yeah. Look at the life of Jesus. All of these things. It's like, is it possible that um, we, we, it, it's not so much that we don't believe that we have value, but right. we are failing to see it in light of what God's word has yeah. laid out, you and, know? And what it is, is our value, our value. Okay. And this is a process again, uh, that I was dealing with. Uh, I realized I never answered it. I was, I was working through this thought that I, in the grand scheme of things don't matter. Hmm. And what I mean by that is. If I no, am say not, that's a tough thing, but yeah, say, it's yeah. like if I do not propel the kingdom of God forward in everything that I do, then I'm missing my whole entire mission of my life. Right. And so God is the alpha and the, the omega. Yep. He's the beginning of all things and he's the end of all things. So if there's ever a moment in my life that I think that I have some sort of, right. you know, value and importance that is above the person that created everything and can end everything. Like you really quickly I'm start to lose so it. Yes. blind. Yes. And, and so then when I was like, all right, cool. So I, I'm, I'm worthless. And you know, essentially like I'm not worthless. No, 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 for but sure. Like, for sure. So I don't want anyone to hear that. But I was thinking in everything that I'm doing, I was beginning to think again, what would Jesus have done? And really the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5 is a perfect example of for Come us on. to be. Uh, and he says this in verse three, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who mourn. Blessed yeah, yeah. are the gentle. Right. Blessed are the hungry and thirst for righteousness. Uh, blessed are the merciful, the pure in yeah. heart, the peacemakers, those who have been persecuted for the sake of righteousness. And that just doesn't mean when you don't get a front row spot. Uh, blessed right, 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 are those right. when people insult you and even persecute you and falsely say all kinds of evil against you. And then he says this, which is awesome. Rejoice and be glad. 
Yeah. When that on. happens. So I'm thinking, man, how many people have quickly gone against me in this season? Yeah. yeah. And I want to validate my reasons. I want to give them why they're yeah. wrong. I want to yeah. be able to do these things. Right. And as I, and if I did not take intentional time to read the gospels and read how Jesus responded, I would have missed it. Right. I would have, I would have done what Paul didn't tell us to do in Galatians 5. You know, and that's and that's why I love too that um, yeah. you know he was like, hey, God's like, listen, you got to know the New Testament too, uh, because that's that's modern day thing. I think I went the wrong way. Uh, and he goes, sorry, I'm getting there. Uh, Galatians five. You know, we know this. We know the fruit of the spirit. We know love, joy, peace, patience, yep. kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. But what people a lot of times don't know is what I call the fruit of the world. Right. So this is your pre Jesus like uh, behavior. But if you're led by the spirit, you are not under law. Now the deeds yeah. of the flesh are evident and obvious. Immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, uh, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, yep. dissensions, factions, enviness, drunkenness, carousing, things like this uh, that I warn you, just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Right. I asked God for a list and he gave it to me. Yeah. Like who, what should I not do and what should I do? Yeah. And I can't tell you now all of these items in this list, I have not been guilty of, but like dissension, <laughs> factions, outbursts right. of right. anger, jealousy, yes. disputes, right? Like, and so for me, I'm like, okay, so God, I need to be able to help argue the point of why you're the the way, the truth, and the life. Yeah, yeah. And then God was like, well, you've missed it again. Right. You don't need to argue it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just sure. need to live it. It's, yeah, exactly. And and so I'm like, well, then what do I do? And then, it, I mean, then it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now those who belong to Christ uh, have crucified their flesh right. with its passions. If we live by the Spirit, let us also walk in step Come on. with the Spirit. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, man, that is something that we as believers, if we want to try and find true value, if you want to understand what true value is, what I truly believe is the first funnel that any thought, word, That's process good. needs to go yeah, through yeah. is the gospel. That's good. And that is what? That the kingdom of God, not yeah. man, is here. And if we can, and if we have disputes, if we have thoughts, if we have, you know, questions of our value, if we can put what Jesus thinks of us as the first thing or what would Jesus respond as the first thing or anything like that, the way that we would value ourselves and others in the way yeah. that we respond, it's like renewing an old shirt or an old coin, but right. now we're quadrupling its value because we're speaking to something that is going to last forever. Yeah, for sure. No, it's a perfect lens uh, to look at value through. And even, even what you said at the end about walking the power of walking in the spirit yep. you know on this podcast one of the things that we wanted to do is talk about what are some of those deeper truths and mm -hmm. concepts yeah. um in the application and living out the things that we're talking about in church settings in in a world that can be tough yeah and so i love that you you're saying hey here, here's the essence of the gospels and and also like living by the spirit um because it is like feeding yourself with God's word right. and then living in the spirit. It, the spirit's the voice that solidifies the right. things you're reading, right. the things that God's saying. Um, and it's powerful because then when 
when our perspective starts to shift yeah. on what value is or what it should be or yeah. how we view, right. by the way, not just how we view other people, but even ourselves. Right, which is probably the thing right. we struggle with the most. Which, Yeah, which is probably, um, then it's like the Holy Spirit is the thing that realigns yes. that. And I love, by the way, even before you jumped into like reading that passage, what I think is cool is you you hit something that I don't think a lot of people are talking about, right. but it matters in regards to value. Um, a lot of times when we look at value and, and specifically, as you said, self-worth, Yes, we look at somebody who looks, it's like they're beaten down. They think nothing of themselves. They're like in this tough spot. Right. But you, you said like, Hey, but sometimes that can come from an overconfidence right. in who yeah, we are. Absolutely. And it's interesting you said that, because I think that's true. Like, it's not always about feeling uh, worthless. Sometimes we found ourselves in a spot in life where we feel that way <clears> because <throat> we we did think yes. I'm yes. the solution right. to all absolutely. things. Well, know? and how many times have we seen or experienced people who, you know, have it all together? Right. And right. Have, it all, yeah. have it all together, quote unquote. Yeah. And they're like, I don't need God. But then everything gets taken away, and they're like, "Dear God, right? You know, yeah, like yeah. You in know, those moments, in those moments, yeah, yeah. and it's like, again, if we understand this, and again, this is a massive thing that I've been processing through, uh, is if I have said yes, I have repented to yeah, Jesus, yeah. and I've made Him Lord and Savior. That's key, Lord and, and Savior. Savior. Yeah, uh, everything else is a bonus. Yeah, for sure, everything else. What I mean by that is. Uh, you've been gifted money before, yeah, right? Like, let's say someone gifts gifts you a hundred bucks, and you're That'd like, "That'd be nice, dude. It'd be amazing." You have, uh, do you have an extra hundred? I'm fresh out, okay. Uh, but, <laughs> but so, so let's say I give you a hundred bucks, right? Yeah, uh, and you're blown away because it came out of nowhere, right? Right. Is, but we're in, we're friendship we're in friendship with each other. But I like, dude, I just want to give you a hundred bucks. I love you. Enjoy. And yeah. you, you know, you're just blown away by it. You obviously go. 15, you yep. get like a billion things out of the $100 because that's who you are. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, but then a week later, you come to me and you go, dude, where's my 100 bucks? I'm like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you gave me 100 bucks before. I want $100 again. Yeah, right. And I'm like, I don't have $100. Yeah, you take, well, I, take a walk. I do man. have $100. I'm yeah. just not going to give you $100. Yeah, for real. Right? And sometimes that's how we look at God. Yeah, it's true. Is like, we have the relationship together. Yes. And he blesses us yes. with healing moments. He blesses us with, you know, uh, you know, maybe we were praying for a specific job and we got it and all these type of things. And then when something else doesn't happen, we question him because we're like, well, you gave right. it to me once. Why aren't you giving it to me again? But we have to wrap our head around the fact that he saved, <laughs> he saved us from eternity. Right. We were all destined for hell and because Jesus did something that we couldn't do, which was to live a perfect life and then die to death that we did deserve, right? We we should ask because the Bible says for us to ask. But we also need to understand that as if He's the Alpha and the Omega, He has the greater perspective. And so and so I'm trying to live my life and lead my family and our youth ministry in the way that if God blesses you. We will not demand him yeah, another sure. blessing. We will receive it open arms and then we point it back to him because he's given us everything that we need in salvation. Uh, but I think right now a lot of people will lose their value in, in God because they don't have the perspective. Yeah. They think he's a you know a vending machine. If I put coins in, I should get stuff That's in return. True, yeah. And and when we understand the value that God did everything that we couldn't and has given his everything for us to have a relationship with him. Everything else is a bonus. Yeah, that's good. It's like getting 100 bucks that's that you're good. not expecting. 
And, uh, and so I think if we can get that perspective of value again, to understand that it's yeah. all about Jesus, it's all about Jesus. And we get the honor to play that role right. in this massive play. Yeah. Uh, and I just think if we can get that perspective, that means when hard things come, our value shouldn't be changed. If great things come, our values shouldn't same. change. Right. And then if we're in, in the middle, in between, our value shouldn't change because we understand whose we are and what we're here for. Right. And that that will never, you know, lead us astray. Yeah. And we can't stress enough. This is something you're going to continue to hear on this podcast. Mm-hmm. No matter what we're talking about, right. we can't stress enough that daily consistent journey. Yes. Um, because I love what you said about, ma- you know, maintaining value. And actually, it's not maintaining. the Lord, Like, the Lord is the one that maintains right. our value. But maintaining a, a posture of seeing and recognizing yes. the value yep. is something that happens daily. I love that you said, like, how many people reach, like, just in that time of need, yeah. struggle to see it. Well, right. it's like, hey, let's not get there. Right. Let's, like, we're going to continue to recognize value if we are consistently approaching God in the way that we're supposed to intentionally pursuing him. Um, and the conversation about value is 100% wrapped up in that. Yeah. Recognizing value that God has given you yeah. is about, it, it's a product of spending time with him every mm-hmm. single day. And, and maybe that sounds like the cliche, like right. Sunday school cookie cutter answer, yeah. but that's the absolute truth. Yeah, we just slapped that on the final graph board yeah. and we know what's going on. <laughs> That went, uh, that went right over. That's all right. That's fine. We'll show a picture right now. There it is. Uh, but no, it's, but it's true though. Cause um, again, as someone who lived that out, when I made a solid intentionality into that, this is the, this is the map yeah. of how I should look at my life and live my life. Like my perspective shifted and, yeah. and I would be lying if I was like, but everything's great now. Like nothing right. has gone wrong right. in my life. Right. And, you know, skittles yeah. actually do come out of rainbows. Uh, but that's sick. Oh my gosh. Only the original ones. The originals are the best. <laughs> uh, but that's not the case. We still go through hard yeah. times because that's what God's word says it is. Yeah. Right? It's going to happen. Uh, but when I remain faithful to the creator and the savior. Come on. Uh, and then I get, the, I get the honor to lead with the Holy Spirit in me. Um, I can't go wrong. Yeah. And that's super powerful because when you live that out, mm-hmm. um, that will bring freedom to people around you in your world as yep. they see you daily yep. recognizing the value God's given you. As Pastor Matt said, absorbing scripture, hearing God's voice, living in the spirit um, and understanding value. The people in this world will catch that. It's a contagious yeah. thing. Yep. Um Man, I, I love the conversation that we had today. Yes, um, so good. Thanks for listening to the best yeah. podcast in the world. Rate it. Is it the best Share podcast it. in the world? It is now. It is now. Now that it's out, it it's is. It's going to get yep. better and better. Uh, like Pastor Matt said, comment, share it. Subscribe. Follow us. Subscribe, subscribe to it. Everything. Yep. All the, the list goes on and the on. List, I just all feel like the there's so much do. you can do with it. <laughs> Mimic it. Do what you can. Yes. Like share it. Do what you got. Yeah, we love you all so much. Until the next episode. Da-da-da-da-da. Oh, okay. We'll see you next time. Cut.